Winona Forever is brought to you by the Cage Club Podcast Network. For more podcasts about movies and nostalgia, head on over to cageclub.me. Hi, I'm Lindsay Gibb. And I'm Rekha Tulsaram. And this is Winona Forever. Hello. Oh, hi. <laughs> Excellent. You're there. I'm there. I'm here. Sweet. In front uh, of <laughs> so today we're talking about Experimenter, which was from 2015. Uh, and it's about, uh, what's his name there? Stanley Milgram. Milgram. And his experiment uh, where people... We're asked to give an electric shock to somebody else and uh, and keep doing it, even though the person was asking for it to stop. 65 volts strong shock. Let me out of here. I will not be part of the experiment anymore. He, he says he's not going to go on. Please continue. He, he says he doesn't want to go on. We must continue. So, yeah, it's basically a kind of a biopic about that guy's life. Peter mm-hmm. Sarsgaard plays him, Stanley, and Winona plays his wife. And that's the whole thing. That's it. <laughs> I mean, yeah. It's, I mean, it's framed slightly different than, like, it's not just a standard biopic. He right. talks to the camera a bit. There's some, like, there's weird some, like, scenery and stuff. Yes. Yeah, there's definitely gimmicky things. <laughs> uh, and, Yeah. That's, that's that's the whole that's what it is that's yeah. my intro <laughs> and it starts off like at the beginning I guess of his I guess experiment of his experiment like the height of his career which is when he comes up with this you know test with the shocks and it's just basically testing like ordinary humans what, what it's orders say, basically the willingness to obey author- authority. authority exactly yeah. why is defiance the anomaly instead of the norm why didn't i stop because he told me to continue even though someone's telling them to stop they keep doing it and it, they it can it relates back to the holocaust and they you know because this guy milgram's parents were polish immigrants i think so and they had escaped the war Well, yeah, so he was influenced by that, like, the idea of, like, why... Did people just follow orders, like... Because I think people were going on trial, maybe, at the time of Mm -hmm. this. It's, like, 1961, it says here. So, he was questioning whether it was could be true that people would follow orders to that extent. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, there was a a whole lot of ethics questions after he'd done the experiment and found that like 80 something percent or six, maybe it was only 60 something percent, but it was a large percent of people who followed it it all the way to the end. Yeah. Like kept shocking the person until they were basically non-responsive. And of course the other person on the other end is part of the experiment. They're not actually being shocked. There's just like a recording. I don't really understand why he was in that room. I mean, I guess he was in that room so that there'd be a person mm-hmm. on the other end. And I guess there was a recording of him screaming instead of just him screaming what? So that yeah. he wouldn't be exhausted from doing it all day. <laughs> I don't yeah, really like, wouldn't know. Wouldn't you just read a script? And right. Wouldn't you just yell and bang on the but wall? But they wanted the same result. So they wanted the it record- to be exactly yeah, the same. Perfect, I guess that yeah. makes sense. Um, 
Uh, do you remember learning about this in school? No, I never took psych 101 or anything, uh, but I, Meeps did. She was like, oh, yeah, we totally did that. learn that. Did you? I thought I learned about it in high school, but I wouldn't have taken psychology because that wasn't a thing to learn in high school. But I don't know, yeah. like, what, if it was just, like, in some social science class or something that I learned about it. Chris says yes, so maybe he, he Yeah, you think you it. learned it in high school, too? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> He's very certain. Mm-hmm. Yep, very absolutely. Certain. Uh, Simpsons, because the Simpsons did a parody of it. Oh, the Simpsons oh. did something. Comfy? <laughs> Good. Now, don't touch any of those buttons in front of you for a very important reason, i.e., you are wired into the rest of your family. You have the ability to shock them, and they have the ability to shock... Why you, Homer? Not yet. Oh. <laughs> there you go, Rekka. That's a p- yes. frame of reference for you, not me. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> I remember now. <laughs> have we determined on the air, like we've maybe behind the scenes determined that I don't get Simpsons references, but I'm not sure if we've talked about it on um, yeah, the show. Yeah, maybe not. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> Chris refer- refers to references the Simpsons a lot. Yeah. A lot. A lot of people do. Yeah. And I don't get most of them unless it happened before 92. <laughs> when did the simpsons start like 89 oh okay there you go so i had a couple of years <laughs> do you but. remember when there was chips and you could get the little simpsons sticker in the chips and they were warning kids not to eat to get eat the stickers the- because there were somebody was putting acid on the stickers oh no, i don't remember that <laughs> I was terrified of those stickers after that. I was like, I'm going to get poisoned because I didn't know what acid was as a eight year old. You know, right. but yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, there was no acid on my Bart Simpson stickers. Excellent. That I know of. Well, who was, why were people eating it? Where is it going to transfer into you through your hand? Yeah. yeah, but you wouldn't eat the sticker. No, but like, you know, the old skin transfer. <laughs> right. Because, there you go. The old what was skin that movie transfer. With that Devin Sawa. Uh, Ooh. Anyway, it's you another sure? acid You got IMDb happening there. <laughs> Check it out. Uh, dear. SLC Punks, I think. Is oh, it? yeah. That's a, that is a movie. <laughs> All right. So back to the... <laughs> I don't know. We went on a major tangent right away. <laughs> Immediately. Immediately. Well, the movie's kind of like, okay... So I could tell right away because I was like, before when we came in here to sit down, I was like, all right, experimenter. And you're like... I, so you didn't I like it. Kinda, it was just... It bored me so. Okay. Um, it bored me so. <laughs> uh, yeah, I didn't like fall for the gimmicky thing. Like there were some parts I was mm. like, okay, that's cool. Like when they had, they were doing, I guess it was his house or someone else's house, but they used like just a set and they had a black and white image in the yeah. background. When when Winona's driving and they drive up to the, <laughs> yes, exactly. first of all, the driving, that was like. Matt yells, she's driving. And then I was like, yeah, but like, that's the worst scenery in the background. And then I realized it was on purpose. It was supposed to be all, yeah, yeah, fake, uh, old Hollywood-y kind of looking. Um, That was okay. I liked that too. Uh, But, okay, so Sarsgaard, I don't know, for some reason, it was distracting to watch him because he looks like Chris. Oh. Yeah, I could see that. He has a Chris esque. So I just kept him. picturing like Chris in the seventies with a beard, you know, like right. Oh, the beard. The beard was something. Yeah, it was one of those beards <laughs> where it's like on your chin. It didn't reach your mustache, but it's no, like it lower. Didn't, but it like lived very high on the face, kind of. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there was no mustache. It was no, just yeah, a no, beard. It's, a, it's right. just like yeah, a blank. Yeah. It's just it like a weird. 
Chin I mean, strap. I'm sure it was yeah. a very seven. It was a very beatnik. I probably wrote down like beatnik beard, mm, but yeah. it, it he looked, looked fake. Yeah. And he looked like how uh, a psychiatrist would look or a psychologist. Sure. You know what I mean? Like a, a Freud-esque look, Freud-esque, I guess. Yeah. So, yeah. Anyway, so that was that. Those, uh, those things distracted you. One uh, weird <laughs> scenery thing that I didn't understand, which probably has meaning, but I don't get it, is the elephant that was walking in the hallway behind him when he would talk to the camera. Yes, I saw that. Uh, that happened I twice. That yeah, like... yeah, I noticed the elephant. It was like in the hallway of his office where he was doing the experiment when they I would think leave. That's supposed to be like the elephant in the room. Well, that's what I kind of figured, but I didn't understand the, the context. Re- why of, like, why? Yeah, I don't know. It was an elephant. <laughs> Did he do an experiment with elephants? I don't know. And then the last bit of the movie focused on like, uh, that film that they were making about oh, him. Yeah. It, yeah uh, t- it was a TV show. It was a like TV, a CBS yeah. special or something. Like a TV yeah, movie. Yeah. yeah. With and Shatner. That was, yeah. That was too much. It like, went on too long. I was like, okay. Yeah. You just wanted to show like a little sh- young actor Shatner or something. Yeah. <laughs> I guess. Uh, I don't know. And he talked, like, I guess it gave him an opportunity. Having it in first person and like where he's talking to the camera mm-hmm. about himself. Yeah. I I don't know if that really worked. Hmm. I li- I, you like I went that? for it. You went for it. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> it didn't work for you. No, I'm like, well, you're, you're dead already. He's like, you know what I mean? He's talking about. Yeah. When he's dead. talking about by that time I was dead or like at this point in my life when he was like, I think it was early in the movie when he was like talking about the experiment. He had just done it a bit. We'd seen the experiment and he was talking about it. And then he said something about his daughter. And he said, at this point in my life, she wasn't born yet, but mm-hmm. she went on to, I don't know, some, some yeah. context about his daughter. I don't know. I kind of it's liked different. that. I thought it was, yeah, it was different it's than different. a bio, like a regular old bio. Yeah. So I, I went I guess for you it. can't, yeah, there's only so much you can do with the biopic. So you got to mix it up, I guess. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. He was mixing it up. Uh, I just did, yeah, Michael, like I just I guess I just didn't director's name. find this like the story too compelling. His experiment was cool. Yeah. Um his other experience experiments weren't as cool. Yeah, what were the other ones? I've already forgotten what uh, he, he did sent after. some of his Oh yeah. The letters, lots of letters being sent out. Yeah, just draw. Well, he said he made a mistake by just dropping them from the sky yeah. at one point. Yeah, he's like, not all my experiments are good. <laughs> but yeah, he was like testing to see which letters people would send back. And it was like some of them were addressed to the, I don't know. I don't think it was the KKK, but it was like that. It was yeah. like polarizing things and like finding out what areas were more likely to send. Anyways. Uh, yeah, I mean, this was his big, like, it's called the Stan, like the Milgram experiment or something like it is what he's famous for. Mm-hmm. Um, one thing I found distracting about Peter Sarsgaard was I was like, I don't know if he was putting on a voice for this or if this is just his voice because I've definitely seen him in things, but it felt I, like I haven't seen him in enough things and maybe he, he is usually also- doesn't talk this much. Right. In his other films, I he think. He also transforms himself, I think, for his movies a little. Mm. So maybe, I don't know. Anyways, his voice was exactly John Malkovich's voice. <laughs> like, exactly. I was saying to Matt, whose voice is this? And then finally he was like, okay, yeah, I can see that it's somebody else's voice. And then finally I was like, it's John Malkovich. And he was like, yes. <laughs> That's really funny. John Malkovich, he looks so. like Chris. He sounds like John Malkovich. Yes. It's very distracting. It is. <laughs> 
That's a good. Sorry, I always thought Sarsgaard had a weird voice, and that's a perfect example of a perfect description of it. Uh, the Malkovich voice. Yeah, he totally has Malkovich's voice. So it might be his voice. I have not seen him in enough things, I think, to Malkovich, know. Malkovich, Malkovich. Yeah, I don't know. Winona Ryder loves Peter Sarsgaard. She was like, I think she said she'd been friends with him for 20 years before doing this, and she'd always wanted to work with him. And then she said, if I could just work with him for the rest of my life, I'd be happy. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> and the interview I was reading was with IndieWire, and like it sort of trailed off at the end where like I guess a PR person came in to whisk her away and she was just like have you seen Peter in the killing and she was just like talking about him because she was just so like in, Gushing, love, in yeah. love with his acting style she said that you never see him acting like you can't tell that he's acting right, he just right, transforms right. into the character so oh boy yeah oh boy oh such boy. an actor thing to say yeah. <laughs> but yeah, she loves him, and she loves the director. That's but it seems to me that's why she did this. She loved the direct. She already knew the director since she was sixteen. She said, "Oh, I don't know how Michael you say his last name." Alamarita. Sure, sure. Sounds right. Let's he did. He's did. He did the Hamlet with. Uh, oh God, why can't I think of his name? You know, what's his name from? Oh, Ethan. Ethan Hawke. There we go. <laughs> I'm like from a Winona movie. Uh, uh, yeah, that's about it. Twist. No, not the same twister. I mean, he's done a lot of things, just not things that I've ever heard of. Heard of more probably indie, yeah, stuff. So, yeah, yep. Well, in Deadwood, I'd Winona looked good in this movie. She did. I think it's because like that '60s look works for, for her. her. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Maybe. she drove a lot. She, she drove, drove more quite than a once. Bit. Yeah. <laughs> um. We talked back at Star Trek. I guess we talked about Anton Yelchin because he was in it. And he was back again in this. He was one of the people being experimented on. He was the Dutch guy who refused to do it. Oh, the uh, engineer. Yeah. Oh, that was him. I was like, what is it with this guy? <laughs> but, well, like, why? Like, at, by this point, he'd already been in Star Trek. He'd probably been in a number of yeah. other things. Like, how I expected, like, once I saw him, I was like, okay. He's going to be a character in this, but that's all he did was that. And then he left and I'm like, why, why? Yeah. There was a lot of like little cameo, like John Leguizamo or whatever. That's right. He was also just one of the people. Yeah. He was one who did it all the way, but he was one of the people that they talked to a bit more about like, or yeah. showed I talking was... to him about why he did it. Well, the people's responses, they're, they're all very distraught after they do it. They go home and talk to their spouses and their spouses are like, well, I wouldn't, I have, wouldn't have done I it. Have done yeah. It. That's what everybody, everybody thinks. says they won't do it. I wouldn't do it, but <laughs> it's so it's hard because now you know about the experiment, right? right? Like if it was a time before, I don't know. Like, I feel like I followed I, a, th I'm, I'm a pretty, huh? I like to, I don't know. I, <laughs> I like to think I fight authority when I think there's injustice involved, but I, that's usually when it's against somebody else, not against me. I tend to like follow, you know, yeah. I don't know. but then in this case it would be against somebody else. It would be the person you're shocking. So I don't, I have no idea. Yeah. I, don't know. I follow rules pretty good. I'm Dude, good at following I'm not, rules. So I don't know. I'm really... But it depends. It totally depends. Sometimes I fight so it depends on what's happening <laughs> um 
What's his name? Jim, Jim Gaffigan was the person being shocked. He was in it even like more because we talked about when we read up on this that Jim Gaffigan was in it. And I expected he'd be like a cameo or like a small part just because he's a comedian, mm-hmm. not super, at least at this point, I don't think super known for acting. <laughs> uh, but I don't know. He was in it kind of a lot. At least that experiment part. So anyway, it worked. I feel like his, he was hired for his ability to yell because his comedy, he like makes weird voices and yells things. So I feel like maybe Mm. (laughs) because he had to like yell, like, like, I've got a heart condition. But was that him on the tape? I, yeah, I just assumed it was, but. Must be. You would think it would be because you're supposed Just, to be faking out this yeah. person. And uh, when Winona meets uh, Peter Sarsgaard, her future husband, mm-hmm. going up in the elevator to the party, they'd start talking about the party, and she says, "Saul Horowitz invited me." Did yeah. you notice that? <laughs> oh yeah, that's her last name. Yeah, yeah. I didn't really clue in. I was like, I know that last name, Horowitz, but I didn't realize <laughs> it was hers. hers. Yeah. yeah, Saul Horowitz. I don't know who Saul is. No. It's just a yeah, it's that goes with it's probably her probably. uncle. Maybe, no. yeah. I looked up her parents and I was like, it's not her dad. So, it's like Michael or something. Yeah, I don't remember, but it's not no. Saul. I wrote down that it's interesting timing to watch this because I think we are, again, talking about like people following orders with like, oh, fuck, what's it called in the States? The, the thing that's taking people away. Ice? ice (laughs) (laughs) um yeah like with that with that and i don't but i feel like any time probably had something like that don't you think yeah there's always gonna be there's some evil there's some evil happening at all times but i mean well with the trump era right now yeah for sure there's like obeying you know like there's there's a whole bunch of there's a lot of obedience happening yeah uh, white men i mean there's also yeah. a lot of people fighting against it but one, yeah one interesting i was reading up on his experiment because one thing we should talk about is the ethics of it and what we think about the ethics of it but when i was i was trying to read up on it for that reason to see like what really people thought like mm-hmm. what side people tended to fall on about it and they said that the majority of people who were exper- experimented on ended up having good feedback about how they felt that it was an important thing Mm -hmm. that they were part of. And one guy wrote to him during the Vietnam war and said that it made him like actually think about why he follows rules and it made him become a conscientious objector. And he was like, I'm gonna do what my gut tells me to do as opposed to just Mm -hmm. following the rule if they call me up or whatever. So that was interesting. That's cool. Because I guess he thought maybe he would have just done what he thought he had to do. And mm-hmm. then he kind of, it was almost like it told him he had free will when he didn't realize that he did yeah. or something. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. What did you think of the ethics of it? The people argued that it wasn't, or like his students and various people said it wasn't ethical because people didn't know what the I mean, experiment most was. Of the ex- most, most experiments now, right? like the, the people don't know. I don't think that's like, how could you do this experiment? You, can't, you have to, yeah, you if have people to knew what it was. Yeah. You can do deception in your re- research ethics board application, but you have to justify it. 
I knew you'd know something about research <laughs> applications. I was just so uh, pr producer Chris is on a research ethics board at a <laughs> Toronto university. <laughs> there you go. Uh, I was just pointing out that um, in 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 ethics clearance in research in proposed research. Uh, there are instances where deception might be necessary for a research methodology. It just has to be justified in advance. Right. And you have to explain how you're going to reduce harm and, and, and you know, enforce care and ethics and all that stuff. So I think, yeah, the argument people made was that they weren't debriefed enough afterwards or something, which mm -hmm. kind of makes sense. Like, because people were kind of horrified by their actions after they realized that they could have said no. So this wasn't, this was like, these guys are like, uh, I want, didn't they say like, um, shouldn't I stop? Can I just stop? And the, the person said, just keep going. So I think that was needed though, to do like, to prove that they would follow authority if they right. thought someone was an authority. However, at the very beginning, when the guy like the, in the lab coat said, like when he introduced them, he said, here, I'm giving you money. Understand that this is your money no matter what mm -hmm. happens next. So he, that was him presenting, like, you can leave at any time. Like, you yeah. know what I mean? Without saying it, because mm -hmm. obviously if he said it, then people would maybe think about their free will. And he was they're trying to not set this up so that people would think about right. that to see if they saw him as an authority, how they would react. So mm -hmm. I think that was why he couldn't do that ongoing consent. Like, or do you consent to keep doing this? You don't have to, like... That was kind of why, if he'd said that, it would have ruined the experiment, I think. Yeah. So, worked, but at least but he said it up front. Yeah, so it, it was front. like, we never said, we have you hostage here. Yeah, <laughs> you yeah. have to do this. It was very much, we'll tell you once that you can do whatever you want from here on out, but then yeah. see how you react. You have to finish experiment. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I thought it was a good experiment. <laughs> It's, it's, pretty, it's a pretty good experiment. It reminded me of another one that I think I learned in high school, which was called the third wave. Do you remember this one? Maybe you do. No. Uh, I wouldn't have remembered it by the name. I had to look up what it was called. It was where a high school teacher in the 60s in California couldn't figure out how to teach the Holocaust to his, so again, Holocaust related, to his mm -hmm. students. So he started like a club in his class or whatever that was called the third wave. And it was supposed to be anti-democracy. And he like gave a reason for it and stuff. And then basically he turned them into like Nazis, but like it, it happened within five days. Like it just escalated. Like he, not, not with all of the like, actual uh you know ideology of nazis but right. like the obedience of the, like a party or whatever right. and and they have hand like signals that were reminiscent of like Heil hitler and it was his 30 person class but by the third day there was 200 people in the school who wanted to be a part of it oh, and wow. he so at the end he showed them he said he would they were going to have like a like an assembly of the, of the group. And then he showed them a video about the Holocaust or whatever to show them that they were doing like what the people did mm -hmm. during that time. And anyway, and I remember learning that in school, maybe around the time that I learned this, like I felt like I associated mm. the two things together. Interesting. Yeah. They did say in the stuff that I was reading about the third wave that it got out, like it got out of his, controller like went bigger than he expected it to but he ended it after like five or seven days or something but um 
Uh, you say you didn't make notes. <laughs> That's okay. No, I didn't. <laughs> um, what did I write down? I wrote down some notes about just like moments. If that's acceptable. <laughs> um, okay. No, I made mental moment notes. Oh, yeah? Well, just like I said, like the, the background, that, yeah. that, that scene, that was pretty cool. And just Sarah's garden and turtleneck reminded me of Chris. That was, that was a turtleneck specifically. Um, the JFK bit where he was teaching at the school and he came into the classroom and told them that JFK had been shot and they were all like, this is an experiment. What is he trying to teach us or whatever? And he's like, I'm telling you the truth. And oh, then yeah. he turned on the radio and they're like, it's a false broadcast and all right, this stuff. And he's like, wow. Oops. It's that's a when real he, thing. That yeah. That's why you don't cry wolf. You know. <laughs> uh, also, there was something I feel like, I wrote down six degrees of separation because there was a thing that he was, oh, maybe it was, yeah, one of his experiments was that they found like a person that you had to get a letter to and then you had to like send it to someone you knew that you thought would maybe know somebody who knew that person or whatever. And then it took like six people or something to get get, like on average. And so I thought, oh, that's interesting. We all think this is like six degrees of Kevin Kevin Bacon. Bacon. (laughs) But it's obviously Milgram's experiment. Yeah. (laughs) So there you go, guys. (laughs) Came from another famous Stanley Milgram experiment. Winona Ryder has never been in a movie with Kevin Bacon. Oh, but she's probably one degree from him. She's, yeah, she's one <laughs> I think everybody in Hollywood probably yeah. is, but Kiefer Sutherland was in Flatliners with Kevin Bacon. Done. Done. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. Yeah. It was when he went to City University in New York that he looked like a beatnik. Excuse me. And I wrote that facial hair couldn't have been real. <laughs> it, it just was so dark and thick and like completely yeah. covering the parts of the face it was touching. It was quite, I don't know. Yeah, there was no was gaps. Full. Yeah. It, it looked like moss. Yeah. It looked it like was, moss. Yeah. Um, there was two people from Orange, Orange is the New Black in this. Oh, really? Well, I've never watched John Palladino. Oh, that's the first guy listed in the IMDb because he's the one who. He was the lab coat. The lab coat. The gray lab coat. Yes. And the. Uh, what's her name? I only know her Doggett, uh, her character name. What's her character name? Doggett. Uh, oh, her character are like on, on Orange is the New Black. Um, that doesn't... But she was one of the, she was like the only woman that they showed who was in the experiment. Experiment. Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, I have good. not watched Orange is the New Black. What? I know, right? It's, you know, it's in my mind that it's, I will watch it one day. <laughs> Did you finish Parenthood? This I did. Off topic, Super off topic. I did. I just plowed right through it. Good. <laughs> Good. <laughs> Good. <laughs> Whoa. Oh, Beans is Beans here. Has entered. Beans has joined us. Um, one thing that they, I think, said in the movie was that one of his kids lives in Toronto. Yes. Yeah. I was like, oh, we should Google them. I did try Googling both oh. of those kids and could not figure out and which one. His wife was, that was her in the, at the end, at the they end when they like morphed an older, Winona into yeah. the, I wondered if it was, that I tried was looking her. that up and I couldn't, yeah. I didn't find it. It's in the trivia. Trivia. Mm, I didn't look at the trivia. I wondered, so I don't know, this is maybe uh, going to go nowhere, but in the IndieWire interview, 
Winona was saying like she was talking about the way it was formatted and how it like ran through his life really quickly and she said like this happens this happens they lose the kid or something like that and I was like did she lose a baby she had two I didn't know that there was a part where she lost a baby and yeah, I, I tried know. looking up them like the real people and there was nothing about it that I found yeah, though, the relationship would they talk about look, that, that whole family stuff seemed like on the side it, it yeah just, they was, were just like we had him and then we had her or yeah, whatever order kids, it happened in. <laughs> it was like now we got yeah. two yeah I don't know me no oh See, I'm more focused on his work and his experiments. And I guess, like, it basically was a resume in some ways. Yeah. You know, just, totally. This is this experiment. And then I went to this university. And I did I got, these experiments. And it was, did he, like, get kicked out of Yale because of the ethics of the. Or Harvard? He was at Yale. He went to Harvard. Maybe he went to Harvard on the fact that he was so well regarded for that Yale one. And then people started to question the ethics after mm. he wrote the book or something. I don't know. Anyways, I felt yeah. like when he went to city university, it was because, Oh, he didn't get tenure. That was it. He was mm. up for tenure. He didn't get it because I think people question yeah, the ethics his of his work. Good. Uh, interesting. One of the other, uh, like moments that I wrote down was basically the end where he dies. It was, super sad like they're like he gets to the hospital and she's like you have to fill out this paperwork and he's like that's another oh, yeah. rule follower or whatever i got you know didn't call her that exactly but then like winona sits down and is filling out paperwork while he's like dying sitting yeah. next to her and i was like this is very sad yeah, it's, it's an interesting like de- way like way to show the death scene it's yeah like him in the back seat him sitting up beside her i was uh-huh. very surprised that he walked into the hospital yeah and he's like, he's I'm like, Stanley I'm Milgram. Fifth, fifth, yeah. fifth heart attack. I think right I'm now. having my fifth heart attack <laughs> at 51. And she's just like, sign and said, oh, she's one of the, uh, she's basically, he's saying she's yeah. one of the people that would, you know, basically it'll shock someone to the end. Right. <laughs> Following the rules. Following the rules. Uh, sad. Yeah. It was a sad moment. I, I think I could see them as a couple. Like in the movie, yeah, they, they I can were see them good in the for... movie and in real life. Oh, there you go. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's Although, true. Sorry, Maggie. <laughs> oh, right. I think they have children. Oh yeah, I don't probably. Know if that's true, but <laughs> I, I, mean, I think so. I don't, I don't know. know. Maybe I'm thinking of her in a movie with children. That's <laughs> Isn't that terrible. <laughs> um, yeah, there was a few. I think I don't know if it was the Shatner part where somebody said so oh no 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 it was the guy who delivered like the fedex mm-hmm. thing he said life can only be understood backwards but must be lived forward and mm-hmm. i was like because i was wondering because the, the guy who delivered was the fedex delivery guy was actually like an actor i recognize and i was like why is he the fedex <laughs> guy but then he said that so deliver I was that like, message. Yeah. I see. Mm-hmm. He has a moment. He was also one of the people in the street looking up in the sky because that was another experiment he did where he got people to just look up and, and then see everybody if else. other people looked. Yeah, if it oh, made people did. look up. He was That's one funny. of the guys I've looking up. I mean, just for fun. Like look up because yeah, other look people up were to, looking? Uh, no, no, to oh. look, look up to see if other people will look up. Oh, you've done that experiment. Yeah, I've experimented. Interesting. And, and it worked? Yep. <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah. <laughs> Did anybody say to you, what are you looking at? No, no, no I keep going. I pretend oh, like, okay. you know, I just, you know, well, that's, a, that's a, I do a lot of things like that. It was Von D. Curtis Hall that played, I think that pretending you're a spy in the mall, things like that. Oh, what? What talking are you talking to your about watch? Now? Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> you do some social experiments out there I do, I do. in the world. <laughs> Whoa, that's interesting. Do you have other social experiments you've done? So you've been a spy, <laughs> a fake spy. Um, once my cousin and I uh, put on German accents uh-huh. and just talked and just were like, look, I mean, I did a lot of stuff. I did. I was also like on a prank show in the in my 20s. What? What? Yeah, yeah. A, an actual prank show? Yeah, we. I was like a product. We. I was a producer of a you know a prank show. Okay. College humor. What was yeah. it called? Uh, there's appalled was the name. Paul Tellner, uh, and uh, we did some really kind of bad pranks. Okay, <laughs> that's the whole thing. <laughs> Offensive pranks. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So the, yeah, this is on the line of pranking in a way, like right, know, yeah, yeah, for sure, stopping and looking sure. up and then seeing. You know, we're pretending other people we're do. other, doing, you know, we're other people doing other things, and then, right, lo and behold, we're not. <laughs> Interesting troublemakers that we were. I'm learning things about you, Rekha. <laughs> <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> cool. One other person that was in this was Josh Hamilton. He was in that Artie movie that we didn't like that Winona was in, I think. Was that what he was in with her? He was in something with her because I didn't know who he was and I had to look him up because he was in, let me scroll. So he's in The Experimenter. He's also in, come on, he's in something else. The letter. There you go. Oh. He was Raymond in the letter. He was like her boyfriend or whatever. Oh. Now, I don't know who he was in this at all. <laughs> <laughs> he was Tom Shannon. I don't know. I don't know who that was. Yeah. Maybe he no was idea. one of the students. I have no idea. No there was idea. a little guy with Sarsgaard in, in the lab. Uh-huh. But, uh, maybe like wasn't. who wasn't the gray trench coat No, guy. he had like curly hair and the guy was like, are you okay with this? And then <gasps> eventually he just disappeared. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Some assistant. That, maybe no, that wasn't him. I don't know who that little guy was. Josh Hamilton's sort of tall. He's taller than Winona anyway. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Well, I liked it. You did not. That's where we're landing on that, I guess. <laughs> yeah, I mean, That's it was cool. fine. I just... Ugh. Yeah. It. Was, I mean, this was definitely not in the area that we've <laughs> waited through to get here right, right like yeah, it's yeah. not that it's not terrible but it's yeah. not like you know yeah it's not like really resurrecting her in a way that yeah. you're like yeah yeah she's coming out of the crap yeah um what did we think of her in it i mean she was just a supporting character. yeah she was she was the wife she was, the wife. <laughs> she was a smart wife <laughs> Yeah. Like sometimes in the sixties, it's like the wife is there to support the husband. It's true. She was a smart wife. She like w- wanted to be shocked. She wanted to see how it felt. Yeah. What these people were. I don't know. She just she was had more interest in the experiments and had more. And she went to. Say. Did she get her master's in social work or something? He said that she went back to school. Like, yeah, but she I don't was, remember like, working if it was in a Paris or and what. doing something else. And yeah. So. Yada yada. 
But then there was one of his students who yelled at her saying like, just obey him and do whatever, blah, blah, blah. Because I don't, I didn't quite know what that part was even about. Like maybe you were bored at this point and not paying attention. So he's in his like (laughs) office, I guess. And she, and Winona's like, looks like she's almost his secretary, but like basically she's typing up things like sitting behind him. And then the student was basically saying like, I don't know what she was saying. She didn't want to partake in his crap anymore or whatever. And like, so she was kind of like insulting him. And then she was insulting Winona saying like, why don't you just do whatever? And she's like, I do this because I get paid for it and I like it. (laughs) Like That's what Winona said. And she's like, what's your problem? (laughs) And then she was all like, and stormed out. And she was like, I don't know what that was all about. And I was also kind of like, yeah, what was the point of showing it? Like, if that's a real thing that happened, was there a reason for it? I don't know. work in the movie? Yeah. I don't know if it was to say like people went off of, like they thought he was a genius at one point and then people kind of went off of him. I don't know. Maybe he fell out of style or something, but I don't know what criticizing Winona. The point of that was, I don't know. Her name was Sasha, right? Oh, I think the character. I didn't even (laughs) remember that. I didn't even catch it. I was just like, what is her name? I feel like Sasha Fierce. Yeah. Her name was Alexandra Milgram, but Sasha is what they called her. I think so. There you go. There you go. (laughs) All right. Sweet. Well, that was a movie. And we watched it. With the experiment. We're all the way at 2015 now. We're getting close. We're very, very close to Stranger Things. I think we have one film between us and Stranger Things now. And what is that film? It's another TV movie. Uh, she talks about it in her interviews about the exper- or Sorry, I want to call it The Experimenter. It's just called Experimenter. Uh, show me a hero. It's a mini series actually. So it has four episodes. Oh boy. Yes. I'm sorry. It's also from 2015 and the star <laughs> is Oscar Isaac. So that's what she, okay, she okay. talked about we're working with him versus working with like stars guard. I don't know. Oh. She's like, I shouldn't compare them, but blah, blah. This is also in that indie wire. That was basically the only thing that this I could, could find good. about Dick, about experimenter. Yeah, could be good. Yeah. Well, famous last words, but <laughs> it's, we'll it, see. HBO. Oh, okay. Alfred Molina. Sorry, I like him. <laughs> That's. I think it could be something. It could be. Catherine po. Keener. You got Poe. So you're fine. Bruce. Oh. I feel like I first saw him in... Inside Lewin Davis? Yeah, Inside Lewin Davis. And uh, x Men. Machina, Machina. Oh yeah, I saw that, but I might have seen it after I'd seen Inside Lou and Davis. You can do anything, that guy. I only have seen his Star Wars movies. It looks like. Ooh. Whoa. Well, you're gonna get into Oscar Isaac here. I oh, I seen Suburbicon. <laughs> Unfortunately. A very long year, a very violent year. He was in a really. I have not year. seen oh, the most an violent year. He was in an X Men one. Is a most violent year a subtle gangster movie? Yeah. Oh, I have not seen it, but I remember seeing ads for it. Um, he's also in Annihilation, which I also saw. Did you not? Did you guys see Annihilation? I think I saw that. Oh, that's with the Portman. Annihilation with Portman. Portman's in that. The old Portman. Wow. Now we've Sorry. devolved to playing with a beans. bird and beans. <laughs> A bird toy, not a real <laughs> bird. A to stop her from it is fun though. And thanks to it, 
There were no distractions to the podcast. <laughs> uh, we don't mind a beans distraction. It's nice. A little cat meow in the background. <laughs> meow, 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 meow. <laughs> uh, cool. So I guess we're going to talk about a little mini series next time if yeah. we can manage to find it and watch it. Oh, we'll find it. Oh, we will. Oh, yeah. Oh, we will. Queen Video doesn't exist anymore. Queen Video. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> okay. Oh, no. We'll be sweet. All right. So, yeah, okay. come back for that. Okay. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Winona Forever is part of the Cage Club Podcast Network. Episodes produced by Chris Landry. Music by No Refunds. Hosted by Lindsay Gibb and Rekka Tulsaram. Contact Rekka and Lindsay at Winona at cageclub.me. I'm getting a little tired of this. You volunteered, didn't you? We're paying you, aren't we? Yeah, but I didn't know you were going to be giving me electric shocks. What are you trying to prove here anyway? I'm studying the effect of negative reinforcement on ESP ability. The effect? I'll tell you what the effect is. It's pissing me off. Well, then maybe my theory is correct. You can keep the five bucks I've had. I will, mister.